Now we just had Ty Domi in studio with us, so we're just uh, we're, we're filtering things out a little bit. He uh, he's still as intimidating off the ice as he is on, Claude. Yeah, t- talk about truculence, right? But he's not. <laughs> but he's not available. He says, uh, "Don't make no, any offers." He's, he's not. He's not coming back. He'll take that Mason Raymond uh, deal from last. But you can get him in a few preseason games. Uh, what? How would you sum up yesterday? This is a very. Uh, I'd say this. It's a very unfinished product. I don't think it's. And God knows we can overrate what July first means. But was there any element of disappointment that you, you had targets and and some of them didn't land? That can happen. Well, of course, you know, you, you get into July first and. and and the most important thing, the the, the cap has changed a lot of uh, a lot of things in in the hockey business, and um, you know, in the, in the old world, you could just go in, grab the players, sign them. It's it's no big deal. Now you've got a cap, and you've got to be able to manage it, and you've got to go into free agency with a with a budget in mind, or else it doesn't work. And so you you do your analysis, you figure out what you're going to pay for this player, or certain types of players, and and then you go to that to that limit, and then you know if the price is too high, you have to walk. Claude Loisel joins us, Leafs assistant general manager on Brady and Walker. You deal out Carl Gunnarsson for Roman Polak, and of course Gunnarsson did play with Dion if enough a season ago. Do you feel you have a partner for Dion coming up in the 2014-2015 season? Are you still looking, or do you feel like this entire decor could look different come opening night? Well, I, th- I think we've done a lot in our back end, um, bringing in two right-handed def- uh, defensemen, and and that was the big thing. Um, you know, throughout the league, there's a shortage of right-handed shot defensemen, and now with Polak on the right side, Robida, Cody Franz, and then and we think Petter Granberg has a great chance of of coming in. Um, now our our back end looks a lot different, and again with Polak and Robida, there's a lot more sandpaper back there. Uh, not necessarily fighters but aggressive character guys um, that's going to help us for sure. Uh, Claude Loisel, our guest Brady and Walker, 847. Does Leo Komarov I- immediately take a more prominent role or is that simply an expectation? You, you have to hope he meets it, but he hasn't played an NHL game since since Game 7 against the Bruins. W- what did you see in the 12 months in between that, that you liked so much? Well, we liked, I mean, we wanted to re-sign Leo last year. Um, He had an offer uh, in the KHL that that he couldn't refuse. Mm -hmm. And uh, Leo's one of the guys that's, he's he's a glue guy in the the dressing room. We talked to all the players. Um, You know, they really missed him. They miss his character, his, 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 uh, you know, his his funniness in the dressing room and, and and on the ice as well. <clears throat> That's <clears throat> excuse me. The key factor is on the ice. He gets under people's skins, and he gets uh, he gets things going. And uh, you know we, we were lacking a guy like that for sure. Are there guys still out there on on the free agent market that you've made contact with and, and are kind of waiting to hear back? Sometimes those value signings do come in day two and three and beyond, don't they? Absolutely. I mean, we signed Mason Raymond last year um, during training camp, and so uh, there's always there are always guys that you know they've either misjudged the market or you know the market went a different way, and then all of a sudden they've they've overpriced themselves and and have fallen down. And and on on July second, July third, everybody looks at their at their roster, and then they look at their at their payroll, and they go, Oh my God, what do we do now? Um, we we have to start moving some bodies. And sometimes you can do it, sometimes you can't. And so. Um, 
you know, again, we, we, we went in, we, we got what we got, uh, some of the stuff we wanted to accomplish and, uh, we've got some cap space now to either, you know, improve, uh, through trade or, uh, or possibly, uh, get some, some free agents. Uh, Claude Loisel joining us. Uh, what do you envision your fourth line looking like? What, what do you want it to do? We, maybe we debate the fourth line too much and maybe that happens in, in even 30 NHL cities. It's like, Who's the backup NFL quarterback? Maybe at the end of the day, it's not terribly tangible. It's certainly not what, what your first line is or where your starting goalie is. But but there has been a lot of debate about what a fourth line in the NHL overall should look like and, and what it should accomplish. Well, you know, at the end of my career, I played the fourth line. And, and to, me, to me, your fourth line has to get some solid minutes. You have to be able to, to forecheck, to turn to defensemen, be able to rest. They're not clock killers, but, but they also have to be able to chip in some goals. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, to be effective on a team, it's a long season, 82-game season. Um, they, need, they need to play some minutes. And, and, and also, you know, like I mentioned, forecheck and turn to defensemen and, and actually, you know, create some offense. And uh, I mean, you saw it in the playoffs last year with uh, L.A. And, and the Rangers in the finals. I mean, they, th- those fourth lines were working, and and they were competing. So my thought is, uh, and and maybe I'm I'm uh, I'm we disagree on this. I I look at Colden and I look at Fraser, and I I don't see those players. Is is could there be a, a direction away from them as fourth line consistent players who who don't play 10, 11 minutes a night? Well, last year, uh, you know, Fraser McLaren broke his thumb right off at training camp, and so he got he got off on the wrong foot, um, and then and Colton Orr hurt his knee as well, and so you need to create, you need to generate some speed on the fourth line, um, and the important part too is with the new with the new icing rules, um, you know, you've got to you can't get caught out there, and and uh, you know somebody's got to be able to win a face off, and you know if if your fourth line gets caught out there on an icing. Um, they place, um, you know, they place their first line out there. You've got to yeah. be able to to uh, to get out of your own end. You all already mentioned uh, Petter Granberg is, is a guy that you expect to be a full timer. Whether that's five, six, seven, we'll see. Who else from that Marley's club that went all the way to the conference finals uh, do you fully expect to make noise in training camp? Well, it's it's hard to say fully expect, right? We we always, you know, at this time of year, you have to be careful penciling in guys that are not legitimate NHL players or not or haven't played, you know, a full season in the NHL last year. And so, but we've got we have Peter Hall and uh, Carter Ashton. I mean, players like that that have that have played really well in the minors that are ready ready to take the, the next step. And um, you know, we we picked up uh, Matt Fratton yesterday. Um, you know, Jerry D'Amigo was, was one of those guys that was a, a borderline guy. And, um, you know, Matt Fratton played well. It's, it's that, the kind of player that we're looking for. Had a good, had a good year with us. Um, he's physical, finishes his checks, has a great shot. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a guy that came in at, at, at a good number for us as well. And, uh, you know, can, can be very effective and move up and down the lineup. Yeah, you had a long protracted negotiation with Cody Franzen last year. He he got in very very late in uh, in the exhibition season. There's there's some that think Cody um, Cody doesn't fit on this team. He's got talents, but that you've you've sort of uh, chosen your your defense core. What what do you hope to do? Do you do you go ahead and, and negotiate with him? Are there teams inquiring about his rights? Where's his status at? 
Oh, right now, you know, right now we've got uh, we're, we're negotiating. We're we're going to be negotiating his rights or, or his his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Cody at this point is not going anywhere. Uh, James Reimer the same thing. And I've got uh, you know we have th- we have three um, <clears throat> potential arbitration cases, and uh, you know it's just business as, as usual.